Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Mr. Secretary, have you been able to recover any part of the most recent three objects, and why continue to call them objects? Are these not balloons? <laughs> well, uh, we're going to confirm what they are once we have collected the debris. But to answer your question, uh, we've not recovered any debris from the three most recent shootouts. Sure. Uh, as far as policy is concerned, do you, is, is it American policy to now shoot down these uh, unidentified objects on site? And has there been a delegation of authority from President Biden to yourself on making decisions on when to take down these, these objects? Our policy hasn't changed. Uh, we will evaluate each and every uh, event on, on its own merits and we'll make uh, decisions uh, based upon the recommendations of uh, the Nor NORTHCOM NORAD commander, uh, the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, and uh, they'll make recommendations to me and I'll evaluate and make recommendations to the President. Again, these three events, uh, presented a, each of them presented a risk to safety of, of flight. Uh, and we don't know if they were actually collecting intelligence, but because of the route that they took, uh, out of an abundance of caution, we want to make sure that we have the ability to examine what these things are and potentially what they were doing. You know, I'm going to go right to my, my guest. I always appreciate when he takes the uh, uh, time to come on the Madison Show. James R. Clapper, retired Air Force Lieutenant General and former Director of National Intelligence during the Obama administration. Those clips are very interesting. Is there, uh, and first of all, good morning, uh, uh, General Clapper. Is there anything you can add differently or new that has developed, let's say, over the last uh, 24 hours? Uh, well, Joe, thanks for having me. I know I, I really can't. I think uh, Secretary Austin kind of laid it out. Um, we don't fully understand uh, what these objects are and probably won't unless and, and until we recover uh, some remnants of them on the ground. And, and uh, I think one of them fell in the Lake Huron and it's pretty deep water, and the other two are in pretty remote areas. So that, that, that may be uh, a challenge trying to um, recover uh, pieces of it, which if you could do forensic analysis, you could perhaps determine the purpose and, and maybe the origins uh, of these objects. So, yeah. no, I guess the bottom line is can't much add much to what Secretary Austin said. You know, when you think about whether it's the ocean or Lake Huron, uh, the, the I mean, these aren't stagnant uh, currents. Uh, so so how do you, the average person is saying, well, how do you get them? Do you send, is it a submarine, uh, like a, a one or two man submarine? Uh, what does the... By the way, the military, if they're the ones doing the recovering, I think I'm right about that. What equipment do they have available? Well, they have uh, deep submersibles, and I honestly don't know um, which are, you know, primarily ocean going. If we're speaking specifically of potential recovery in in Lake Huron, and depending on the accuracy of um, where the pieces of it went into the lake and whether there are enough that could be traced. And I, I don't 
this is a little out of my technical realm. I really don't know uh, the answers to that. But, you know, the Navy has highly qualified divers. They have submersibles that can go to great depths. Uh, and they have, certainly have a, a search capability, which I think has been demonstrated by the uh, uh, recovery of pieces of the Chinese reconnaissance balloon that was shot down over the coast of South Carolina. Uh, General Clapper, let me ask uh, about another development, and that was when uh, Secretary of, of Defense reached out to his counterpart in uh, China. In China. And the, they uh, again, the way the news media reported it was they didn't even pick up the phone. Uh, now, that sounds a little, and what I mean, you know, it's like I called you, but you don't return my call. Thank you. I'm glad you do. But uh, uh, how does that work? I mean, is, is this a secure line? Uh, and then finally, what is the danger uh, in not, you know, having that conversation? Well, Joe, you hit on the most important point here, uh, which is, the danger in the, in this case, the Chinese not picking up on a hotline, which is specifically designed to reduce tensions by communicating. And that's what Secretary Austin was trying to do by reaching out to his Chinese opposite number uh, to discuss the balloon and the shoot down in an effort to communicate with the Chinese and to reduce tensions so that this thing, this incident doesn't escalate and get out of hand. So I think you've, you've hit on what is, for me, the most worrisome part of all this is the refusal of the Chinese to pick up the phone on the other end. And these are dedicated lines that are, uh, and they're secure, that are designed for exactly this kind of an incident so that it doesn't, Grow, get out of hand, and the Chinese didn't want to communicate with us, and that that's that is very worrisome in my view. You and and you, we're both of a generation that uh, boy. Can you imagine if uh, Khrushchev had not picked up the phone from Kennedy? Well, exactly. I I, I don't think we're uh, at that stage. I understand. We're yeah. not at that. We're not at that. A level of ten- of tension, I don't think. Right. I mean, that was a, a a nuclear confrontation, but the principles are the same. The same. That's where I'm um, going. Even though, it. even though, even though there are adversaries for us, uh, both Russia and China, uh, we still need to be able to communicate with each other. Um, now, how, do you believe, General Clapper, that this this issue this is becoming uh, too politicized. I, I it started out that way, you know. Biden should have shot it down over this area, that area. Why didn't he? I, I'm wondering if now that there have been uh, the Canadians are involved, there have been three now, maybe four shoot uh, shoot downs. It, it, has that aspect of it been tampered down? Well, I don't know about that. I, I think uh, the politicization of an issue like this is, is in this day and age, is inevitable. Um, 
uh, whatever the president did is does is going to be criticized. So that's that's just unavoidable. I think that, and I'm speaking now as a former intelligence guy, that there is a, a, a argument to be made for uh, studying uh, the Chinese balloon, and if you can observe the nature of the uh, sensor systems and, uh, and ha- gain an understanding of the capabilities of the balloon before you shoot it down. And if you can minimize the, the uh, intelligence risk or intelligence or the loss of, of uh, critical information, which I think they probably did, uh, I think it was a prudent thing to do to observe it and then shoot it down when it, would not cause harm to anyone on the ground below. So for my money, I think the administration did the right thing, but there are others that yeah. that uh, focus on it was an affront to our sovereignty and we should have shot it down immediately. So, it you know, where you stand depends on where you sit. Yeah, and, and, but, and, you know, and, and you're right. Now, the, the, well, the other, <laughs> the other issue um, is, uh, it, I I'll bring it up only because we get a lot of folks calling about it. This whole thing, uh, uh, alien technology. Um, look, you you are the former national director of intelligence for Obama uh, Air Force. You've actually had pilots that have seen unidentified objects. Um, well, let me just get your 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 sense of it. And I mean, is it possible? How do I put this without sound? I don't want to sound crazy, but we just don't know. Is it? I mean, what's your feeling personally? Well, the the, the history, Joe, has been as where enough data was collected that at some point, uh, most of these incidents and observations. Uh, have been explained as coming from a terrestrial source, that is, from from the Earth. Now, having said that, uh, I'm certainly not so arrogant to, to suggest that we are the only form of life in the universe. The universe is a vast place, and so there could be life out there. You can't, you you shouldn't rule it out as a possibility. But I think in in this instance, in these three objects, I think the likelihood is that they are from a terrestrial source. All right, and 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 uh, the the other issue is you have the and finally, uh, uh, you have the uh, Secretary of of Defense saying we don't think this is a military threat. Then should we, as as civilians? the population should the government tell us what we what it is just just be straight with us general crap tell us what it is well if we if we know for sure what it is and i i think um the administration uh secretary austin uh john kirby who was the uh spokesman for the national security council uh, yesterday i think kind of laid that out uh we don't yet uh, know exactly what these objects are, and yes, uh, the administration should be 
uh, as transparent as possible. When they know something, they should share it with the, with the public. But uh, we're not always going to have perfect knowledge instantly, and sometimes it takes time to investigate uh, such incidents to fully understand what occurred and what these objects are. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. we just need to take a breath, take a breath, and be patient. Yeah, and 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 how many? Uh, I mean, now we're finding out that you know a lot of these objects have been floating, you know, over the United States or the territories, and even in some other countries. The question is, why are we just now? finding out that there have been a lot of these objects, balloons, etc., whatever they are? Well, our surveillance system has, which goes back to the Cold War and it's the philosophy of its design, is really focused on large, fast-moving objects like missiles, like bombers, bomber aircraft, and not focused on small objects that are slow moving and, and hard to see well with the, the discovery of the chinese balloon i think we now realize there are there's probably a lot of stuff up there that with drones balloons whatever that we just weren't focused on and weren't and the and our, their technical capability wasn't peaked up to observe well now they i think they're making some improvements the Chinese, for their part, took advantage of the fact that there is a altitude regime, say, between the top of where aviation is operational, say, 40,000 feet, mm-hmm. to, say, 70,000 feet. And that's a range, uh, uh, an altitude regime that we really haven't focused on. So I think it's just acknowledging and understanding the, the nature of the, of the design of our uh, continental uh, surveillance system uh, that's managed by uh, the North American Aerospace Defense Command and, and Northcom, which has traditionally been focused on, as I say, missiles and bombers. I got you. I understand. And now that obviously is going to change. So, well, General, thank you so much for coming on. I, I really appreciate your your straight up. Uh, answers uh i do want you to know that you and my my executive producer my wife sherry you both share the a similar thought about how vast this universe is <laughs> and uh and, okay. and who and what's out there so thank you so much for taking the time i hope we can call on you again i really do sure thanks for having me joe all right thank you You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.